I'm Dr. Mandy Beats, and you're listening to the Behind the Brace podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing conversations and resources to help families and providers navigate the world of scoliosis. This is your place to find hope for a better solution so that you can live your best life. Hey everyone, welcome back. This week we are talking about some of the financial pieces of scoliosis care and what that means for you and your family. Um, So what do parents need to know about insurance, scoliosis care, and finances related to their child's care? Um, So there's a very large intertwined system that we're going to take a couple of pieces out of and talk about today, Um, more specifically to some of the work that we do compared to how some of the bigger hospitals and orthopedic offices work. So if you have insurance, you're probably pretty familiar that when you go to, say, a hospital or an emergency room, they take your insurance, they run it through your insurance, and then based on your coverage, you may or may not get a bill. Um, And that's how people are used to doing things with offices regarding their insurance coverage. Um, So oftentimes when we have specialty clinics or clinics that are doing things a little bit different than the mainstream medical system, there are some things that come into play with that where those offices may not be able to process your insurance in their office. Um, That's probably the biggest question that I get from parents is they say, well, why don't you take insurance? Um, And there's several reasons for that. And I want to talk about just a little bit of that so that you can maybe understand a little bit better. So first off, um, the insurance that you have is an agreement between you and your insurance provider, which means that when you have that insurance policy, um, that is an agreement that you make with them. And essentially, you're agreeing to the coverage that they provide you. And then whatever clinics, hospitals, um, or healthcare providers that coordinate with that insurance company, then accept and use their billing and pricing practices. Um, so to give you a little bit of an example, and I'll just make this very general, um, is say you go to the hospital for something and the hospital charges you, we'll just say $10,000. Um, they run that through your insurance and then they find out that that hospital has coordinated and agreed with that insurance company that instead of $10,000, they are only going to charge that insurance company, say, $6,000. Then that means that that healthcare provider accepts $6,000 in payment for that $10,000 service. Now, if you don't have insurance, um, you know, you would pay cash for that or however that would work. Um, so obviously, sometimes that's a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing because oftentimes insurance providers have limitations on what you can use. Just like you might only get 20 physical therapy appointments in a calendar year, um, they often have uh, their guidelines based off of coverage that they accept and what they cover. Um, And so that can be really difficult because for a private clinic, so in my instance, we have a private clinic that Um, we work with a company to provide braces that are different than the braces that the hospitals provide. 
Um, what's hard about that is, is that we have to coordinate with that manufacturer. We have to buy uh, the materials, the brace, and pay a certain amount for that. Um, if the insurance company um, will only pay less than what it costs us, we cannot coordinate with that insurance company because obviously they won't pay even the cost of what we have to pay to provide things for our patients. And so that's where these clinics from a more of a business perspective, we get into this really difficult place because if we decide to work with the insurance companies, then we're very limited in the care that we can provide you because we can only provide you the care that your insurance company says that we can provide you um, because we can't bill you for anything outside of that. And there are certain rules and regulations based on the state you live in on any discounts that we can provide or, or anything of that nature. So um, hopefully I didn't muddy the waters and make that more confusing. But when people ask me, like, well, why don't you work with insurance? That's a really big reason why, because sometimes my recommendations even though it's best for the patient and the recommendations that we make are what we have seen be really helpful over time and actually get people better. Um, we make those recommendations, but if the insurance company does not agree with us, then they're not going to cover those services. And sometimes those services are then have to be billed um, either out of pocket um, at a, a higher level, or um, oftentimes they'll just say that that's not appropriate care, and and then we're limited in the care that we can provide you. So when we start to bring those third-party payers into a private specialty clinic, it gets really difficult because we're not able to work with them in the same way necessarily as the providers that you're used to because we're a smaller based business that um, approaches care in a different way. And oftentimes that's not supported by your insurance. Um, and then it can really limit how we can help you, which obviously isn't our goal. Our goal is, is to try to help you the best that we can, regardless of what your insurance company says. Um, sometimes this can prove to be a difficulty for families because even though it's the best thing for you, your family, and your child, if your insurance company does not agree, that can create some stress, confusion, um, and some, you know, financial burdens that, you know, I know as a mom and having a family, it comes into play with with everything, right? We budget things, we have finances, we plan our years out for what we're spending on our houses and our cars and tuition for school and all of these things. And so when we all of a sudden have a diagnosis of a scoliosis, and now we're looking at out-of-pocket expenses, that can create some concern and some stress for most of the families that I work with anyway. Um, I think, you know, you know, no one is immune to that. Um, so I just want to talk through that a little bit. And, and that's the reasoning why our clinic and most specialty clinics that do the work that I do, um, do not coordinate with insurance companies because it's really not in your best interest because it limits what we can do for you in regard to the care that you need versus the care that they will pay for. Um, and most families understand that or have experienced that in some aspect. Um, so that doesn't mean that you can't use your insurance or get some reimbursement from your insurance or that there aren't ways that we can help you with that. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is, is that when you come into our office, that initial 
appointment, that investment to come in, have an exam, do your x-rays, go through everything, get your care recommendations and treatment guidelines is actually pretty minimal when we look look at things across the board. So, you know, within that range of like $250 to $400, most families can come in have we have two different appointments where we gather all the information, we look at what's going on, I assess everything, we figure out what different care options are, we make those recommendations, and most of the time um, in that that range, we're also able to give you some things to start at home so you can at least get started on some at-home care. Um, and so that initial investment for less than sometimes that $400 range, um, if we think about all the money that we spend over a year, I mean, I know I probably spend more than $400 on coffee in a year. Um, if I think about that and and try to isolate that into different groups, um, really that initial investment is pretty minimal. And you can still send that through to your insurance company. So if you have great insurance coverage and you send that through, your insurance company will send you a check. Um, oftentimes I get families that they're only used to offices that run it through their insurance. And so they're like, what do you mean I have to submit this? So basically what that means is, is that um, if an office does not coordinate with insurance, meaning they do not submit to insurance and they're a cash practice, um, what that means is, is when you come into the office, you would pay for those services when you come, but we will also provide you something that you can submit to your insurance. Um, so a statement, a super bill, something that you're able to then mail to either like Blue Cross Blue Shield or Medica or United, whatever your insurance company is. And they process that claim as a self-submission that you have submitted. Um, and they process that. And if there is reimbursement, so say, I don't know, we'll just say like that initial visit's 250 bucks and your insurance company says, okay, we're going to pay 150 of it. What they do is they write a check to you, mail it to you at your house. You cash that check and that's yours to keep. Um, so that allows us to be able to still give you the care that you need without the restrictions of coordinating with the insurance company, but also still allows you to use your insurance benefits if you have them. Um, sometimes, and I would say a lot of the time, we have families that either don't have very good insurance benefits or maybe they don't have any insurance um, or say they have really high deductibles, so they're paying out of pocket anyway. Um, because we are a cash office, we're then able to offer them um, different cash discounts and different um, options so that you can be able to afford the care as well. Um, so that's the first thing is that, you know, that investment Sometimes people think that that's scary, but really what we're doing is we're giving you information. We're giving you knowledge. We're giving you recommendations. We're opening that door so that you can find out what's going on, what different treatment options might entail, how much that would cost, and the information regarding length of the length of your care, the cost of your care, and then that allows you to be able to go back to the insurance company and check in on that and say, okay, do, does my insurance co company cover some of it? Does it cover none of it? Does it cover a lot of it? Um, and then you can plan for that financially. Um, so just to give you some information on that, sometimes insurance can get a little 
a little sticky and people are a little bit um, scared of it or anxious about it um, or overwhelmed. And we work with this through our office with our patients all of the time. It's actually really simple to be able to print the state uh, super bill off, send it to you, submit it to your insurance. You just wait for them to process it and then they'll either send you a check or they won't. Um so even though it might seem like a big, scary thing, um, it's actually really simple, and we're used to helping you walk through that. Um, and the other thing regarding insurance is oftentimes, um, especially when we're dealing with braces, right? So say your family's been recommended that your child needs a brace, and so the cost of a brace um, can sometimes be overwhelming for a family and trying to figure out if your insurance is going to cover any part of that brace or not. Um, so oftentimes if you've got uh, decent coverage and, um, you know, if sometimes if you have really high deductibles, like say you have a $10,000 deductible, then obviously that cost would be out of pocket for you. Um, and that's something to talk about and plan for from a financial perspective. Um, but sometimes we're even able to work with those insurance companies too. So I've had families that um, because of their in and out of network coverage, they didn't have coverage because of their out of network benefits. Um, but we've been able to work with the insurance companies in some instances where because they can't get that care anywhere else, and we were able to show that we started a specific plan of care, and then based off of our follow-up care, um, they were able to submit an appeal to their insurance and show their insurance that this care was necessary and it's working. And then the insurance company went through that appeal and actually did decide to award them in-network um, coverage based off of that. Now, I wouldn't say that that's a every situation, every um, instance type of, of, of deal. Um, but I have had that happen where families have been able to get their insurance companies to work with them and um, cover some of a brace, even though they said that their benefits maybe weren't going to. So that's where if you are willing to communicate uh, with your insurance company and be diligent in providing them the information that they need and file the appropriate paperwork for, say, an appeal or out-of-network um, or in-network versus out-of-network uh, benefit pricing, uh, that's where you can sometimes get more coverage. So it's not impossible, um, but those are all things that we talk about when you come in for that initial uh, appointment. Because when you come in, we talk about that. We talk about finances. We talk about insurance. We give you the information so that you can call your insurance because we want you to be able to plan accordingly so that you know your options, not only for what's best for your child, but so that you can also plan for what's best for you from a financial perspective um, so that way you don't have any really big surprises. And so we lay that out for you um, so that you have all of that information ahead of time. You know what the maximum amount is going to be that you would have to pay based off of our, our recommendations. Um, but then you can also just check in and see, okay, this is what my insurance company might contribute towards that. Um, and obviously, you don't know for sure until you submit those claims and see how they process them through. Um, but it'll at least give you a good idea on what to plan for. 
So moving right through that, um, the next piece that I want to talk about is I know that finances come into play for a lot of families that come into my office. Um, and I know just across the board, there's there's an expense to working with a scoliosis diagnosis, whether it's having to travel to see specialists in a different city or in a different state. Um, you know, if you're traveling, you have hotel expenses and gas expenses and, um, you know, having to eat out and for food and, and all of those things that sometimes people don't talk about. Um, so I know that that can get expensive when you're having to travel and you have lots of appointments when you get a new diagnosis like this. Um, from the long-term perspective, there's a lot of different ways that we can make things work for you and for your family. And this is really the piece that I want to talk about the most because Initially, when people call to make that appointment, sometimes they get a little bit scared off because they're like, oh, gosh, we have to pay pay out of pocket for this initial appointment. Um, and even though it might be only $250, then what's the rest of this going to look like? Um, and so I always tell people that that initial investment is worth it because it gives you the information so that we can sit down and figure out how to best help your family moving forward. And sometimes that means that all of the care is done in our office and families um, coordinate with that and that works for them financially. And sometimes that means that we sit down and we figure out, okay, what are the top priorities that we need to do for you and your family? And how does that fit into your financial situation? Because sometimes, and it's not uncommon that say, you know, maybe we need to do a series of uh, visits in our office along with a specific traction device, along with a brace. And if some of those things are not feasible to be paying out of pocket, we have to kind of pick, okay, what's the, what's the priority here? And so oftentimes, um, because we only offer this type of brace and other offices do not, sometimes what we've done is we've coordinated the care where we say, okay, we're going to provide you the brace because only we can do that. Um, but because the out-of-pocket expense is you know, not within your financial budget right now, um, we may coordinate with another office that can either submit through to their insurance or perhaps they have a different type of financial plan that they can offer. Um, and we coordinate those day-to-day, uh, week-to-week visits at another office. So that way we can prioritize, say, the brace that we can only provide. And that allows them to have that in their their care plan um, so that can benefit them. But then they're also getting the benefit of, say, the weekly visits with either another chiropractor or another PT, but that they can coordinate differently because they have a different relationship with, say, an insurance company. Um, and that has worked as well. And so when we talk about these visits and we talk about money and finances and how do we make this work? I really encourage people to, to look at it in chunks. Like the initial first step is that initial investment. It's really pretty minimal 
to get you a lot of information. And then that gives you the recommendations and gives you time to be able to go through the situation, talk through it financially, talk to your insurance company, um, talk with your spouse or your partner, um, go through and figure out, okay, how can we make these pieces fit And once you have that information, we can come back together and talk about and say, okay, maybe we can do all of the things and this will work out perfectly. And we spread out different types of payments to make this work. And sometimes we might say, okay, we have this piece of it. So what's the top thing that we're going to help you with? And then how do we help you find the next person that can fill the gap that we can't fill within our office? Uh, Because doing it, Doing something is better than nothing. I've had a lot of families that they get they get stuck in the beginning part of it, um, where they're like, "Oh my gosh, you don't if if this specific treatment doesn't fall within the insurance guidelines, we can't do anything," and they just get stuck and they do nothing. So they don't come see us. They don't go see anybody else because you know they don't necessarily. Um, aren't either getting recommendations from a different uh, medical provider or they're not comfortable with those recommendations. So they don't want to do those recommendations. But because of insurance, finances, out-of-pocket expenses, they get overwhelmed and they say, well, we're not going to do that either. And then they do nothing, which is really the worst thing that you can do um, because then you just stay in limbo and you're not moving forward in any way. And so that's where I really want to pass this information on to you because there's so many different scenarios and so many different options, so many different insurance companies and the ways that they work, how they reimburse, what that looks like for you. And so you know, that initial step is a minimal investment to get a lot of information so that you can make the best choices for you and your family. Um, And you're never completely committed. It's not as though, you know, you come in, you get this information, you get these recommendations, like you're not, you're not stuck into that. You're not committed to that. You don't have to move forward with anything that you're not comfortable with. Um, That's really one of our, the biggest part of our job is to be able to tell you what the best recommendation is. Like from a clinical perspective, this is the best recommendation. This is what it looks like. But if that's not feasible for you, trying to find the best alternative that also gets you the care that you need that fits your family. And that oftentimes looks like working with uh, potential other providers or helping you find um a different way to financially piece it together um, or to even just be able to help walk people through different things. Um, I know sometimes, especially with my own finances, right, we kind of get stuck into these little spaces of thinking like, oh my gosh, I have this and I have this. And so I'm not going to be able to do this thing and not being able to see a whole picture where if we can help piece together different things of like, okay, in this part of the care, we're going to do this and this is what this cost will be. And then four weeks down the road, we're going to do this piece of the care and bring that in and and help you separate those so that those pieces are more doable. Um, You know, that's where people can finally take a breath and say, okay, this is not as overwhelming as it was initially. You know, so instead of looking at this huge upfront cost, we can help you piece that together. Um, So it's always better to do something than nothing. And that's the biggest piece of this that I want people to hear is um, even if it's just gathering the information so that you have it 
and you can work on those other pieces. Um, that's really powerful to make changes because if we miss a window of opportunity because we're afraid of the financial uh, commitment to something that that we don't even know yet, right? We're making assumptions about what may or may not be recommended without even having the information. Um, if that causes us to freeze and not take a step to move forward, uh, that doesn't get you anywhere. And then sometimes you end up a year or two down the road and now you're in a situation where, you know, say your orthopedic doctor or a different medical professional professional um, checks in on your child um, and it's now gotten worse now that may not only limit your options, but it may put you in a place where you don't have any other options. Like there is no other way to move forward without having to do something that is really invasive and costly and takes a lot of time. Um, so I just really encourage you if you have either been in a position where you've maybe not moved forward with uh, getting information and care recommendations because this seemed too big and scary and overwhelming um, to really reach out because that's where we can help you walk through that so it doesn't seem so big. Um, or even if you've been, you've already taken that step and you've gotten the information, but it seemed like that financial piece of it was was too big or um, you couldn't find a way to make that work. Um, there are still ways that we can help you fit that together and at least get started on some sort of care, whether that's your at-home care, whether that's um, a different piece of that care with a, a different provider that maybe works with your insurance company in a different way. Um, there's lots of different options. Um, and to be able to put those costs down on a piece of paper so that you can look at things like, okay, what do we have going on in our life that maybe we could shift around a little bit for a few months so that you can get the care that's really going to be the most helpful. Um, I know that oftentimes when we get these diagnoses and we work with um, families and the finance piece comes into it, um, I know that it can be be a lot. Um, I also have had families that four or five years down the road have come back to me um, and we've had the conversation and looking back, they looked at that and they said, gosh, I wish that we would have just made the investment. I wish we would have shifted around a few things to make this work because over four or five years, things had have gotten worse and they've ended up in a situation where, you know, they did didn't do anything because of that financial piece. Um, and we're really looking back, wishing that they would have found a way to do that. Um, and I know that that's not everybody's situation. Some families come in and they have no problem and they just cover the expenses. Um, and then we have some families that come in and because of whatever circumstances or different medical diagnosis, um, they just really have to watch where every dollar goes. And that's where sometimes we have to try to uh, figure out and help them, you know, find a way to be able to cover that. But that investment really is worth it, especially if your child is young and it's early. That is the time that they get the best care. 
And so even if there's some sacrifices that have to be made or some um, financial pieces that we can help you move around and figure out or schedule out different payments, um, it's just so important to be able to make that investment early when it really matters um, versus, you know, trying to wait and wait until you can piece it together because oftentimes most families find that it doesn't ever get easier to piece it together if you're already in that situation um, unless you start to just make some changes. And sometimes those changes are really small. Um, like I said, sometimes for me, it's like, oh, okay, so maybe for the next three or four months, I'm I'm not going to get as many coffees that I've gotten over this summer um, because I'm guilty of that too. I go work at a coffee shop, right? And pretty soon, you know, there's a couple times a week that I'm spending money that I don't even really realize. But when I need to find a place to cut some of those things, um, it's not only helpful to be able to look at it from my perspective as what's working from with our family, but also to have providers that can say, okay, this is the total cost. This is how we can break it down. This is how we can set up different payments for it. Um, and our office does that all of the time because we know that those big upfront costs aren't always feasible for every family. Um, and so talking about insurance, um, if this is new to you, if you are unfamiliar with insurance, how it works, how they cover what their agreements are, um, we're more than willing to walk you through some of the very basic principles. Um, and we can even show you how to go through your insurance, contact your insurance, what questions that are helpful to ask. Um, so that you can get the right information regarding your insurance. And the more conversations you have about it, the easier it gets and the less overwhelming it is. Um, you know, anything that's new like that can be a little complicated. Oftentimes insurance isn't the most fun thing to deal with and work with. But once you get the hang of it, um, it's a little bit easier to navigate. So I hope that this is really helpful for you. Um, we really want to be able to help facilitate um, the right care in a way that is helpful for you and your family that can help you invest in your child's health and your health if you're an adult, you know, so that you can move forward and live life in a way that that is is free from having to deal with different things, whether it's progression and surgeries, pain and having that affect you on a daily basis, um, because it really does change how you live your life on a day-to-day -day basis when you have the right care and the right recommendations and the right people uh, supporting you. So, you know, if if you've listened to this and you know of somebody that have been having these conversations, um, please share this with them because uh, I find a lot that families have no idea that there are other different options or even how insurance works. They hear um, that an office doesn't work with insurance and immediately they just kind of shut the doors on it without further investigation. And there really are a lot of options. So um, please share this with anyone that you might know uh, is, is going through this. Um, if you have questions, uh, please reach out to us. You can find more episodes on BehindTheBrace.com. You can always reach out to our office through our uh, Instagram and Facebook accounts. Uh, hope you have a great week. We will see you next week with other information. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you could leave a review before you go, that would help us reach more people that need this message. 
To learn more about the services and resources that we have available, visit us at BehindTheBrace.com. This show is produced by Rayma Team Media. To learn more about how they can help you with your podcast, visit RaymaTeam.com.